Field thermosphere, hungry heart looks flat. Then equimental personal, instant celebrity winding up wide. Odium into the front, 200 metres to go, skipped away, two and a half personal and instant celebrity. But it's all Odium. Odium clear and Odium has won the thousand guineas from personal, instant celebrity, equimental. And now it's time for another edition of the Good Form Podcast, brought to you by form analyst Tim Chapman and Rob Horwell. G'day punters and welcome to a special weekday edition of the Good Form Podcast. We're going to be having a look at the quaddy legs at Caulfield on Wednesday, of course, highlighted by the thousand guineas that will take place as I welcome uh, Tim into the podcast. Tim, how are you going on this Monday night? Good, thank you, Rob. Looking forward to it as always. Uh, it's always exciting to get another Group One meet in in the middle of the week. That is pretty exciting stuff. So definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, it's an exciting time of year, that's for sure. I'm just disappointed that I won't finish teaching till about 10 past three, but that should give us plenty of time to get some bets on in the quaddy legs. And we welcome back, and we had to bring this man back on, given the success that he had on Saturday, tipped the first four in the Caulfield Guineas. So we're going to see if he can do it again in the 1,000 Guineas. Allo, how are you this evening? I'm really well, Rob. Thanks for having me back uh, at such quick turnaround. Hopefully we can back it up. No worries. And yeah, absolute clinic you put on on Saturday there, Allo. Well done to you. Tim, how do you see this track playing? I note that the rail is out nine for this meeting. Yeah, out nine metres in tight circuit. Obviously, just making sure the course proper is right come Caulfield Cup day on Saturday. Uh, typically, when uh, these meetings, with these meetings, the rail at nine metres, there is an advantage to on pace runners. And especially if the going becomes rain affected. At this stage, the forecast is maybe a couple of showers around, but looking at 22 degrees. So the track rating is expected to be a good four. Yeah, look, there could be could be some rain around tomorrow and Wednesday. We'll just have to see. But yeah, I personally couldn't see it being any better than a good four, just with the rain they are predicting. Boys, do we want to get into it and have a look at these quaddy leg races on the program? Stop. Yep, get cracking. All right, so race number five is a benchmark 84 to start the quaddy. And in this race, you've currently got Frankie Pino. And this one, and Frankie Pino's had a bit of support early in markets. It's into 380 from the 460 opening. Agreeable, can't back, can't find anyone to back it currently. It's 460. Illafar for the Waller team is $6.50. Good and Proper is $8.50. And Grinzinger Alley is $10. The rest are longer than that. Tim, where do you see them settling in this 1,400-meter contest? Yeah, Imperial, that I think will go forward. does like to go forward. It doesn't look like there's much pace on in this race. No, it doesn't. Alpasam and Imperial, lad are your likely leaders. Uh, Grinzinger Ali probably comes out of 10 and also likes to cross over a little bit there and miss the tipler, might try and push forward from the wide draw. The ones drawn inside there, I Am A Fox, Arcadia Prince and Agreeable, they do usually go back in their races, but may may like to sit a little bit more midfield given their nice draw and with a possible on-pace bias as well. They probably look to kick up. 
Um, Seb's song, Mr. Moneybags, I Am Vinny, midfield. Frankie Pino probably goes back, um, but if she she's a, a favourite and has been heavily supported. So if they are winning on pace all day, you might see some different speed maps show up and some other trainers maybe electing to ride their mounts a little bit forward in running. So I guess keep a, an ear out for any late reports by the stewards coming into these later quaddy legs about where horses are going to settle. All right. Well, why don't we let Allo kick off with his thoughts on this race? Allo, who did you like? Yeah, well, uh, looking at the race, obviously, you know, Frankie Pino was huge last start, um, you know, settling super far back in the field and, um, you know, motoring home late. Uh, hmm. And that, that form's sort of been franked a little bit. Emblem, embolism, embolism was uh, more than acquitted himself on Saturday in the Turak Handicap. Um, so it's, it is hard to look past Frankie Pino, um, well-deserved favourite. But I guess a knock is a, the barriers Tim mentioned. Chance to settle back. If it's favouring on speed, you know, it's, it, it might he might be doing his best work late as he was last start. Um, I thought probably good and proper had no favours in uh, in her previous start. Um, she comes out of a race that uh, Ana Visto won the uh, Price Kent Junior horse, and they sort of led and, and went a steady tempo. And if I'm not mistaken, there was a bit of a mid-race slowdown in that race, mm, um, which yep. probably didn't favour anyone um, in behind the speed um, and or not being able to make their way around the field to build revs. So I thought potentially she had no favours there. Um, you know, 8th of 11th doesn't look great on the form line. Um, but I thought maybe she represented a bit of value at an each-way price in this race. Yeah, I'm with you there. And just to add to that, run, I thought that probably she wasn't in the A1 ground as well coming home that day. Um, two starts back, I thought it was really, really good sort of chasing Tarath home in that race at Caulfield. So when I looked at the odds for this race and saw that she was at around or, um, sorry, yeah, she was at around that sort of $8.50, $3 quote, I was... Um, I was pretty keen to perhaps play on uh, her each way. Tim, what were your thoughts on this race? Yeah, I've seen it pretty similar to you, boys. Um, I, yeah, good and proper, definitely over the odds. Uh, if you do want an each way, that's an absolute great each way. Uh, Frankie Pino, I thought she was outstanding last start. I can't look past that form that she's got there with Cerulea Miss winning that race. She's favoured in the last leg of the quad, he's really a miss. Mm. And Embolism um, beating him home and who obviously ran a ripper race in the Turak last start. So for me, Frankie Pinner, yes, she's going to get back, which is a worry. Um, I still think she's the best horse in the race. I mean, he, I'm calling her <laughs> she. Uh, yeah, I still think he's the best horse in the race. But, yeah, I, I probably want to wait and see how the track's running before I get stuck into him. Uh, but good and proper is, is definitely a, a safer each-way option in this race. Mr. Moneybags is another one that I keep on forgiving and forgiving. I don't know how many more times I can forgive him. If you're going wide, I'd be putting him in the quad. Um, an imperial lad, you know, is going to give you a really good show too. He's tough as nails. don't know what happened last start. Went a little bit of miss. I'm happy to forgive him and give him another chance too. Yeah, well, that's the other horse I had written down actually, Tim, imperial lad. 
just didn't really handle that tempo, I didn't think, over the 1,200 at the Valley last start and sort of wobbled around the bend a little bit, it looks, when you watch the replays back. Start before that at 1,400 metres was all right. Just really couldn't finish off just on the inside lane there, beating two and a half to Ayrton. So I thought that at double figures, it was definitely one to uh, include in your, in your quaddy numbers for sure. Um, boys, let's maybe go through these from a quaddy perspective. We want Franco, Frankie Pino in. Definitely. Happy yep. with that. Yep. Agreeable? <laughs> she's not She's not a friend of mine in the sense <laughs> that I've backed her. Well, this time last year, it brings up bad memories, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, she, she always just seemed to be running on and doing her best work in the last 100 metres and that old flashing light run. So, I don't know. She's a bit of a, like a Brooklyn hustle for me. She's always teasing, so I'm, I'm happy to let her go around without me, even though she's at a short quote on, on Wednesday. Yeah, probably just don't need to bring up Brooklyn hustle <laughs> quite yet after Saturday. I still don't think I've recovered. Um, Look out, Craig Williams. Yeah. Ilafar? Uh, well, hang on. My thoughts on agreeable, whether or not oh, I yeah. throw it in. Um, I'd, be, I'd be very scared to leave it out, but mm. look, I'm also happy to risk. Yeah, I'm on the same actually. Um, I think I think I'm going to leave it out. Yeah, let's leave it out. Yeah. All Il- right. Il- sorry, Ilafar, that Walla Mare, you know, comes at a done deal, uh, Philly, or sorry, Mare. You, you would imagine she's probably going to be doing probably some some good work late, but looking at her um, form lines, she's you know running some Oaks and Derbies over in New Zealand. So I'm happy to leave her out for me. Yeah, yeah, wants a bit further, I think. Mm. She definitely sure. wants further, but it's one of those ones where if the money comes from from the Waller Yard, I'd be sticking it in. Yeah, well, she's Fair she's enough. got yeah. class over there, like fourth mm. in the New Zealand Derby. Um, it's running the Guineas over there. It's running the Phillies Classic over there and the New Zealand Oaks, as you mentioned, Ale. So, um, yeah, it, it, it is. She could sprint really well. Fresh. Um, sometimes they do that these days. A big watch on the market for sure. All right. We'll go through these as quick as we can. Good and proper. Yes from me. Yep. Yep. Grinzinger Ali. No. Leaving out. Um yeah, look, I'll I'll be having it I'll be having it in, I think. Just at the double figures it currently is. Not to be missed. Uh I'll miss it. Also. Uh, not for me. Imperial lad. Yeah, have him in. He's a warrior. Yeah, he could bob up. And a yes from me, Seb Song. No from me. Uh, I thought he was a reasonable last. I'd probably go Mike Waddy. All right. Uh, it'd be no from me, Mr. Moneybags. Uh, I'm going to sack him at long last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no for me. Yeah, me too, I do think. Mr. Tipler. No, happy to leave out. And are there any others that we want to put in? I am a fox. I am Vinny, Arcadia Prince, or Al Passum. No, thank you. I'll pass on all of those. Uh, Rob, if you had any uh, lines to the uh, Amy McDonald stable, you could potentially mm-hmm. uh, ask one of the uh, stable hands down there just to remind Arcadia Prince he's a full brother to Arcadia Queen, and uh, <laughs> you know he's got some reasonable genes about him. So feel free to start running fast anytime soon, but. He won't be in my quaddy on uh, Wednesday. And that is a good point. Uh, yeah, he's uh, 
he's not like his sister, that's for sure. He's a seven-year-old gelding now anyway. He's, he's about past him, I think. All right. Well, why don't we move on to the next race on the program, which is the Group 3 Blue Sapphire Stakes over the 1,200 metres. And Profiteer gets an opportunity here to uh, perhaps put away uh, or put uh, in the back of every punter's mind who backed it at the Valley last start, uh, what it did there that night. It's $2.80 in your favourite. Minx Moment, who comes out of a race that was actually on the same program as that with Profiteer, is $4.80. Extreme Warrior is $6.50. Port Louis is $9.50. And the last I'll read through is Jigsaw at 12s and the rest are at 15s or longer. Tim, we'll kick off with you. In fact, give us the speed map first. Where do you see these horses settling over the 1,200? A couple of pretty obvious leaders in this one. Expect Profiteer will go forward again and also Jigsaw. Jigsaw will be the leader. Um, Loves to lead that horse. Sister Step also probably pushes over from an outside barrier, not wanting to get too far back. Uh, Athelric will sit behind the pace there. And Ranvia, Stream Warrior and Prowling. Port Louis, Minsk Moment, Anu Maruno, Growl, and Cardinal Gem. All right, Tim, kick us off. What are your thoughts here in this race? Yeah, uh, look, I've spent a bit of time going over the sectionals and having a look and comparing how they've been running. Uh, it is a race, I think, that's going to come down a little bit to how the track's playing. And I think, I actually think Profiteer and Jigsaw and Scissor Step. Uh, my top three, and they're going to be the three that are going to settle in the order on pace. Um, I just feel like they've both got Profiteer and Jigsaw have both got really good gate speed. They'll go forward, they'll settle on pace, make their own luck. And look, I know I'm often not a fan of Jigsaw at all, uh, and I haven't been yet, but I just think he's running some unlucky, some races where they've been too fast for him, um, he, he's gone too slow, uh, a bit. Just, I think he's actually a, a better 1,200-metre horse. I think he's a good 1,200-metre horse, and, and I think we're going to see that. Uh, Profiteer as well still has some of the best sectionals in the race, even though he was really crammed up last start in that Moya. Uh, I think a big forgive there. He's a young horse. He had a lot of pressure from both sides of him and just kind of crumbled under pressure. I'm happy to forgive him and, yeah, see him around again. My money will be on him on top. Um, Jigsaw second and Scissor Step third. You've sacked Ranvia? Well, look, I do love the horse um, and I I would be – I'll be putting him in the quaddy, but, yeah, I, I just think I, – I was really disappointed with him last start. Um, definitely fitness ran out, so we'll improve off that. But, yeah, really disappointed me last start. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I can come back to him. Yeah, look, maybe getting around the bend at Caulfield again will be an advantage for him, but, yeah, it's hard it will, to... It will improve him, yeah. yeah. Hard. I just think this is going to be a race of speed and these horses up front are going to control it and kick home. Well, I actually saw it a little bit differently to you, Tim. I thought that a few of these could overdo it again uh, out in front, and I was looking for something that could perhaps just sit off the speed, hopefully get a bit of a better ride if they're coming from an outside barrier than what Brooklyn Hustle got on Saturday. And the horse that, to the eye, I was just really impressed with, and the sectional times backed this up, was Mixed Moment at Mooney Valley, first up for the Waller team. I thought this horse, if you watch the replay, had every sort of, every excuse coming around that corner to, to fold it in or to 
um, throw it in, and it didn't, and it still uh, kept coming down the straight and just went th- went past Port Louis uh, in that race. And I, yeah, I'm I think this is a real horse, this one, and I got him on top. I think that it can win on Wednesday, um, second up, and uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be with him. The other horse too that I didn't mind the look of was Extreme Warrior, just off that win that it had at Chuka sectionals, very good. Obviously, a short price favourite that day, and um, yeah, I'll I'll be definitely keeping an eye to see how that horse goes. But yeah, I really like something off speed here, and Mink's Moment was the the horse for me for for looking at something that could do that. Allo, what were your thoughts on this race? Uh, yeah, well, just note as well, um, twelve hundred meters Caulfield. The, the track played beautifully on Saturday, and I know the rail's out nine, but I think with the shoot races again, it's just sort of a little dog leg to the left. So most horses should really be getting their chance here. Um, you're not wrong there, Rob. Mink's moment was electric um, on uh, that Moya Stakes night at, at the Valley. And um, I thought uh, the, his effort was phenomenal. Um, Port Louis is an interesting one here. I saw him as sort of a carbine club or guineas horse this prep. Um, mm. I'm, I'm surprised to see they've, sort of stuck with him at 1200 um he was cursed with the barrier draws um in the autumn in the jj atkins i think he drew you know outside 10 or 11 um and sort of comes across comes from some some decent form lines of like tiger and malay and converge and giannis who we all saw running the guinea so i was a bit surprised to see him here over 1200 and i john allen barrier one probably not my favorite sort of combination. He does really well sort of rolling around horses and, and building them through their gears. Um, so we, and we mentioned profiteer and until he can settle and actually, you know, um, run some decent sectionals late in a race. I, I can't really be with him, you know, and promoting him as a bet. He could very well come out and, and destroy them. Um, Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr., obviously at top of the tree at the moment in terms of trainer rank. So I'd suggest they'd be ironing any chinks out in him. Um, I'd be happy to stick back up for Ranveer here. Um, I'm sort of like Tim in, in a sense that I'm a big fan of this horse. He was really good at Caulfield first up. General Bow uh, nutted him late um, and then came out and ran really well against uh, Ranveer again down the straight at Flemington. I thought Ranveer was pretty unlucky in that race at, in Flemington. It was probably a little bit hidden, I guess, his, his bad luck. Um, the leader sort of was coming back into his lap, uh, which was Lloyd's crown on that day. Um, he just had no time to build up through any sort of any of his gears or get any of momentum. Um, and I thought around a bend that, um, well, if he's going to turn around, it's going to be at Caulfield on Wednesday. So, um, I'd be happy to be with Ranveer and, and Minx moment on Wednesday in this race. All right. Well, there you go, punters. Uh, a couple of different. Uh, selections there from the team. Now let's go through the quaddy guys. Profiteer, we're putting him in yeah? Yeah, yeah you can go on the quaddy. Mixed moment? Yep. Yep, for me. Yeah. Yep. Extreme Warrior? No. Comes out of a Chuka Maiden. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to leave him out. Did blow him away and went around at about a dollar twenty. Mm. Uh, but happy to leave out. I'll be having him in Port Louis. Uh, I just think from the draw, he's going to struggle there from inside. Yeah, I, I agree with your thoughts there too. Um, Aloe, I thought this horse was definitely 
better over further. So, yeah, they can't see how it can win at 1,200. Uh, Jigsaw? Yeah, I'll be having him in line. Just on Jigsaw, he was scratched on Saturday, but they actually did have a notification from the RV stewards that he was going to be trying to ridden with a little bit more cover. So I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't be surprised to see him take a sit um, on Wednesday. Um, and actually, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have him in the quaddy based on what Tim said as well. Yeah, I'm a bit the same. I wasn't thinking quaddy, but Tim made a compelling argument and you go back and look through its form and you probably think, yeah, it could definitely win this. Mind you, Marino. I think he's better at 1,200, Jigsaw. That's yeah, anyway, mate, yeah. good point. You, uh, uh, mind you, Marino. Marino, uh, no. Yeah, previous start before last, run against Barbados, you know, sort of getting out towards a mile and 1,800. Not sure that's form at 1,200, so I'm happy to leave him out. Yeah, no, not for me. Ranvia? He'll be in mine. Yeah, he'll be in mine too. I'm happy to forgive him. I just, I just, uh, and I still think he's a nice each way bet, but I think he'll, I've got him in for fourth in my picks. So, yeah, he'll be in the quaddy. Yeah, in for me, round the bend back at Caulfield. Don't leave out at $19. And then the rest of the field, Scissor Step, Athrilic, Prowling, Growl, Cardinal Gem. Want any of those in your quad? Uh, I'll, I'll probably throw Scissor Step in mine, depending on how I'm going for percentage. But I think these sectionals have been pretty good in his races. And, uh, yeah, I quite like him as a progressive horse. That'll be it for me. Yeah, no, me too. I'm out. All right, well, we'll move on now to the Group 1 on the program, which is the Swept's 1,000 guineas, of course, over the 1,600 metres. And Hinge from the Chris Waller team is your $4.20 favourite and had some support. Zarella, who opened favourite, is had a bit of support too, 4.16 to 4.40. Barb Raider, 5.50. Exclusive Express has been easy out to 10s. And Hersey is also at 10. Swift Witness, 13. Bonds of Perla, 18. Fortunate Kiss, 19. Queen of Dubai, 21. Yearning, 26. Literary Magnate, 46. Cuban Link, 46. And Achira is $91. Tim, who'd you see taking up the lead here? I think the obvious leader is the Gay Waterhouse Queen of Dubai. Yeah. It's led in its, in its last couple of starts. Um, one at a slow pace, one at a cracking pace. I think we'll say it led to the cracking pace again as it did last start and mm. was able to hold off the fast finishing Zizarella. Uh, another one that will probably go forward there, I think Hinged, Swift Witness, um, Cuban Link possibly. Barb Raider will make use of Barrier 3. Doesn't like to get too far back. Did it early in its races, but uh, I think now it's starting to be a little bit better as a horse just off pace there. Um, Yearning should go forward also. Literary Magnate, Achera, Fortunate's Kiss, Heresy midfield. Elusive Express will go back. Bonza Pearl will go back. And Zuzarella probably also go back too. All right. Well, we're going to kick off with Aloe in this one. He got the first four in the guineas. Aloe, how do you see him here in the in the 1,000 guineas? I'll start with Zuzarella. Um, interesting, you know, with the speed map, on her, uh, she's drawn sort of barriers seven, nine, and nine this prep. So, in terms of, is she going to go back on the on the map? I'm I'm not 100 sure on that. Just a good point. because yeah. she hasn't had the opportunity really to to hold a spot. Um, so I'd sort of be mindful or, or thinking that she she's probably more than a, you know 50 50 chance to be forward of midfield. Um, Where did she end up though? 
if you think she's thin, if she ends up midfield on the fence, is that a, is that good or it's if probably she not goes your back, she could probably right. settle um, somewhere on take a more outside spot. I think the three runs that we've seen of her, she seems to like getting to the outside and then able to pick off horses from there. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying she can't do it. It's only her fourth start, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. a, worry. Be a little well, she bit hasn't, worried. She hasn't had the opportunity to, to no, run she hasn't, up on no. the speed. So, um, you know, I guess this is where you make your money as a tipster and, and you got to have an opinion on things. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested in her. I think Queen of Dubai did nothing wrong last start. Everyone sort of, you know, initially thought, oh, they're, they've gone out like a, a scalded cat here, but I think really most of the rest of the jockeys were just sort of half asleep at the wheel there. Um, Jordan Charles rode her extremely well. I can't see a reason why he couldn't um, ride her well again. Um, and sort of looking at this race from a historical point of view, compared to, compare them to, say, the um, the boys' version, the Caulfield Guineas, that they tend to ride a lot or they tend to run along a lot more bunched up. It doesn't tend to sort of, um, get really spread out, and you probably can have a few horses get a little bit unlucky um, and a few more bunch finishes. So Queen of Dubai is going to make her own luck, and she's going to be up on the speed. So I, I can see her doing exactly what she did last start um, and sort of holding on um, to finish in the top three. So I don't mind her as a each-way play at the 20s you're getting. Um, I thought Cuban Link at that Flemington run comes out, a, comes out of a, you know only a benchmark uh, 64 race, but uh, she ran against, um, you know, that was uh, open company there in terms of it was for the, the boys and the girls. Um, and she flew down the outside. Uh, I think Greg Urell's got sort of a bit of a filly on his hands here. Um, Luke Curry seemed to strike a little bit of form as well. Um, he was cold as a stepmother's kiss um, <laughs> early on in the spring, but he seems to be warming up. So, um Again, I'm going to throw out a few multiples and first fours uh, for the uh, sound grab here, boys. I'd I'd say Zuzarella, Queen of Dubai, uh, Cuban Link are all a really strong chance to finish in the top three uh, on Wednesday. So um, I'm sort of sitting on the fence a little bit. My, my main play on the race would be Queen of Dubai just because I think she'll make her own luck um, and she's great value at 20 to 1. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Tim, did you want to... Share yeah, your thoughts next. Yeah, yeah. Queen of Dubai, I can see, definitely see what you're saying. That Hello is over the odds for sure. Uh, and we'll run along and set a good good pace there. Uh, I've, the one I think is is definitely got, not going to have my money is hinged. <laughs> Comes out of one of the only races there that's that we've seen from three-odd fillies this spring that has been a high-pressure race. That has developed and has produced some really good data. So hinged for mine, I've got her on top. I think she's a great bet at four dollars twenty. Um, Zuzarella, look, her sectionals towards the end looked like she was starting to fade a bit. Yeah, it was a fast run race, so she's entitled to probably fade off a little bit. But I just, I'm just not sure how well she's going to see out a mile, especially a fast run mile. Mm. We know Hinged already is going to run out a, a fast mile. Um, and I just think she, for mine, she's a, she should be shorter in the market. 420 is a great bet. Um, so I'll, be, I'll be definitely having a good go at her. I also think another horse that's going to run out a strong mile is going to be Barb Raider. Mm. And Barb Raider is another one that's probably going to be sitting just behind the pace there. If they do go a little bit hard, she'll be sitting ready to roll on out behind them. 
She's gutsy. She's got a lot of pace at the end of races. She's going to be strong through the line. Um, so she'll be there a very long way. Uh, it just depends. If it's a sit and sprint type business, it's going to be harder for her. If it's more of a staying test, she'll love that. And I think Hinged will appreciate high pressure too. So those two are my two on top. Um, and then I've got Zuza Rallery for third. Hard to knock her off what she's done. Um, I just, yeah, a little bit of a query at the 1600. Elusive Express has done not a lot wrong in her races too and, and did has produced some really good sectionals in both her, her most recent starts. Um, so she's another one that I'll have in the first four. Yeah, look, with just touching on Barb Radar, I was a bit surprised that they come back to the mile, but you are right. If they mm. do run it along, she definitely comes into it. So in terms of the speed, Queen of Dubai, being a gay waterhouse, I wouldn't be surprised if it really did let things, if it really did, um, you know, fly from the barriers and set a really sharp tempo. And you know yeah, where Swift I want to... Witness as well. Sorry, right, but Swift Witness too. Yeah. Another gay waterhouse there that's probably going to going to look to appreciate a fast run mile too. Yeah, so when I looked at that, I wanted to sort of see what sort of horses might just be getting the 1-1. And, Tim, it's like you stole my notes. Hinged is that horse that could be in the 1-1. And when you look back at the horse's last start, uh, when it ran second to never being kissed, that race absolutely rated through the roof in the flight stakes. Yes, it did. And this horse, when you look through its record, it's just a winner. It's five from nine with with three seconds. And uh, when you sort of then break down the price differential between Zuzarella and her, you definitely have to lean the way of her coming down from Sydney. The only question would be is, was that race last start perhaps a little bit taxing and then coming down to Melbourne? It's a possibility, of course, but, yeah, I was definitely happy to be with her. Um I hope Zuzarella uh, runs a nice race, not only for personal interest, but I think that, that the horse is progressive. Um, but, yeah, at this stage, I definitely think Hinged is the better bet. Um, and I just wanted to touch on Elusive Express and Bonza Perla coming out of that same race. And Admittedly, Elusive Express has had the run at Flemington since and won quite nicely. I just couldn't see the uh, the difference in the market for these horses. I thought Bonza Perla won that day at, Flem- at Caulfield really well. Race didn't rate too well, but it was really, I suppose, the, the best horse in that race coming home late over the 1400. And I think it'll be even better up to the 1600. Um, and it's been freshened a few weeks. So at the $18, um, I was keen to perhaps have that, especially for the place at 460 as a horse that could definitely run into the top three. But Tim, I see it pretty similar to you there. I think Hinge is a great bet here. Yeah, well, Rob, are you a bit disappointed you're not going to get the forty-one dollars about Bonza Perla this time? Yeah, I'm, I'll. I won't be getting forty-ones. I also don't <laughs> think it's a. It's a. I don't think it can win, but it could definitely run top four. Um, and I was just wanted to touch on with Hinge too. Funnily enough, she actually won a maiden at Toowoomba before Incentivized did. So oh, there you go. That's a, Check yeah, that's colors. a. Uh, yeah, that's a three-year-old filly going in the Caulfield Guineas that actually. Broke the maiden at Toowoomba before our favourite for the Caulfield Cup on Saturday. So there you go. There's a trend. There's a trend. All right. Well, they got enough cash, Aussie, to hear in the crew, don't they? Yeah, surely. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go through the quaddy. I was a little bit hoping you'd go with Zuzarella on top here. I was looking for another bet. But um, hang on, hello. Have you got Zuzarella on top? Uh, I'll quit. Nothing in the top four at all, mate. (laughs) Wow. Um, 
The also the other one I was just going to touch on, and that elusive express form line. I thought Yearning was, you know, had I thought elusive express had the favours in the run over Yearning. Yearning mm. last start, um, the leader. I think Adela Amore in that race was sort of falling back in Yearning's lap. So I couldn't understand the price differential between Yearning and elusive express as well. Um, Rob, so yeah, I guess even more of a reason to, to look past. Her. I think that's why it's been easy 750 at 10s, just because, mm. yeah, you can't really justify that price with a few longer in the market for sure. Quaddy, all right, Quaddy, so hinged Zuzarella in, yep, we'll put him in. uh, Barb Raider, yep. Not for mine back in distance. I reckon she's got bigger fish to fry down the track and it's really hard to peak a horse more than once, especially young filly, so she'll be out for me. What do you think about the $27,000 late entry fee they've paid to run in this? You you can't blame them. They're they're a chance to, you know, run top three, which is, you know, group one company, um, black type. um, Just, you know, seems like a bit of a late minute, last minute pivot. So, yeah. My opinion, yeah. I'm on the fence, gotta go in for me. I'm on the fence, I think it has to go in. But if my percentage is too low, I'll probably be one of the first ones I'll risk. Exclusive Express, not for me, no, in in for me, not for me. Uh, Heresy, nah, can't I'll be leaving her out. Swift Witness. Swift witness, no. It wouldn't surprise. Mm, not for me. I don't think she'll be the one of the camp to run the best, so not for me. No, I like the run of Hinge better. Last start. Uh, Bonds of Perla? No. Not for me. In for me. Fortunate Kiss? No. It was a tad unlucky last start, but, yeah, not for me. Uh, not for me. Queen of Dubai? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, put that in the quad. Could just yep. do a lead all the way job. Yep, me too. Last bangle banner type. And that'll be enough for me in this leg. So Yearning, Literary Magnate, Cuban Link, and Achira. Yeah, I can't have any of them, but oh, I think you I might. I think you want Cuban, yeah, Cuban Link. Yeah, Yearning, Cuban Link for me with Queen of Dubai, Zuzarella um, will be in my quaddy for Wednesday. All right, there you go, punters. And the last race on the program is also a group three. The Ladies' Day Vars, which I think from memory is usually on the Saturday. I could be wrong with that, but it's on the Wednesday this year. And Cerulio Miss is your favourite, $2.70. Only Words is currently $5.50. Harmony Rose, $5.50 as well. Starrell is at $11. And the last one I read is Butter Chicken that's also at $11. Tim, where do you see him settling here over the $1,600? Yeah. Uh, I think you've got Harmony Rose will go forward. Cerulean Miss is an interesting one. Does Can get back, can race handy. Um, at a barrier four, I think she'll probably sit more handy. Aquamedical got a little bit shuffled, shuffled back last start. I thought she was a tad unlucky, so she'll probably look to go forward here and keep out of trouble. Only Words is another one that got in awful trouble last start, so she'll also probably look to go a little bit more forward. Aiden's field always runs forward out of barrier. Aiden's crossover and joins, so we sit just behind the pace there. Florent, Maid of Honor, Laugh Along, Barbie's Fox, Miss Guggenheim, Foxy Frieda, Star Rail, Kiss and Cry, Butter Chicken from 11. I think we'll probably go towards the rear, try mm. and keep out of trouble and come home strong. 
Yeah, absolutely. Tim, why don't you kick us off in this? Who do you like in the last at Caulfield? Yeah, the first one I'd like to talk about is Cerelio Miss. Obviously, that last start was excellent. She's got a lot of guts, this horse. Loves to race through horses, um, can break through packs. Seems to be finishing really strong at the end of her races. This time comes out after with another race under her belt and should be a little bit more fitter. Third up here, draws barrier four, so drawn to get an excellent run. Um, she looks a very progressive mare that I think is on her way to a um, the, Maya, the old Maya Classic on Derby Day. Hmm. Um I think that's where that's where she's heading. So this is this is if she wins this, this should be a much easier grade for her. Anyway, that's what the stable's spoken about. Um, another one that I like is Equimenical. Is definitely Overs. I thought she was unlucky last start. Her sectionals were pretty good, even though it was shuffled back in a really fast run race. So she. She couldn't quite hang on, but that I mean, I thought Pride of Jenny just ran out of her skin that day, and that was a much stronger race too. It's still a star, Mystic Journey. That's probably more like what you're going to get in the Mario Classic. Or what do they call it these days? The Mario Classic. I've forgotten now. The Cantala. Empire Rise. Empire Rose. Empire yeah. Rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So a lot of those are going to go on to that. Um, Equimedical. I think this is a much easier race for her. So I expect her to show pretty pretty good um, forward showing here and, and race and try and hold on. Only words. Now, there's a horse that just got a lot of money last start, heaps of money. They came for it, and it just ran right up the back of, you know, it was one of Craig Williams, uh, Craig Williams special there, just like what he did on Brooklyn Hustle, just rode it right up the back of horses, and it had nowhere to go. So definitely forgive on only words as well. So, yeah, only words, Ecumenical, Cerulio Miss, and a couple others. At odds, well, one other at odds. Stable has a massive opinion of it. Miss Guggenheim. Um, I know uh, uh, Mick Kent Jr. just keeps on talking this horse up. Uh, hasn't done much yet, but I think you just got to take a little bit of notice. He does like to talk to himself a little bit, but still, at $34.750, when a stable gives it a good push, I wouldn't be leaving it out of the quaddy. No, indeed, not from that stable. The first I was keen to talk about was Harmony Rose. Um, Look, that race up in uh, up in Sydney, I've just gone blank on the name. Bloody Pretty the, uh, sure it was the Epsom, Epsom Handicap. Mate. Yeah, the Epsom Handicap, <laughs> of course. It just couldn't it just couldn't take that speed up front. They went very, they very fast up like in the front. Clappers. Well, absolutely like the clappers and uh, yeah, it just couldn't sustain that speed. But it wasn't the only one. Uh Rio Dini couldn't take that speed up the front as well, and we know what sort of horse that is. Um, that being said, Rio Dini did stick on a little bit better than Harbony Rose. This is a huge drop in class for this horse. It's 1.8 lengths to start prior to a tissue. Looks pretty good for this. If a tissue was running in this race, you'd think it'd be about $1.60, $1.70, I would have thought. Um, yeah, look, it could be flat, no doubt about it, after that run. But I just think with the lack of speed in this race, seemingly, and the fact that it'll be your leader, if they can just sort of go along at a nice easy tempo i wouldn't be surprised if it could kick around the bend and uh and give you a sight for your money although it is only sort of 550 it's not a big it's obviously not a huge price but um yeah i was pretty keen to be with it and then yeah only words as well last start absolute moral beaten when yeah you got to take note of that money when they do come from the wally yard and uh yeah it was a um it was a good thing beaten that night at mooney valley so i expect it to be 
running really well as well. And yeah, so really I miss, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's got two nice wins to its name. Prior to that, when you look through the form, nothing overly impressive. So obviously, four-year-old mare, it's probably coming into its own now. And yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if you look back at this race in a couple of months' time and go, well, how could you tip against this horse? But I will be on Wednesday and uh, yeah, I'm pretty keen to, to play with Harmony Rose. Yeah, well, yeah. Hello. What are you, what are your thoughts on? Well, and Rob and hello. When you're talking about yours, Star Rail's a really interesting run. I'd like to hear your thoughts mm. on Star Rail. Yeah, that, <laughs> great intro there, uh, Tim. I thought Star Rail was was huge last start. She ran against uh, Aidensfield and also Ecumenical. Um, Anna Visto won that race. I'm fairly certain. Mm. Um, bring some form lines from Truac there. So. You know that's sort of form for this class. Um, Star Rail's been crueled a little bit by the barrier. Craig Williams is probably, uh, you know, going to be pretty hungry on Wednesday to atone a few of his non-sort of winning rides on Saturday. Um, so, uh, and and on Star Rail's last start, of their first four across the line, she was the only one to sort of come from back in the field with, uh, Anavisto, Equimenical, and Aidensfield finishing um, in the top four as well. Really so good point, I, I thought yeah. it was a phenomenal, really good point. Yeah. phenomenal effort. You know, whether it was race shape or track pattern on the day, and I know some pretty good judges like Jack Dickens um, from the Mailbag sort of stick up for this horse Star Rail um, from time to time. So I'm happy to be with her, or you know, she can have some of my money on Wednesday and be part of my quality play. Um, stole my thunder a little bit with Miss Guggenheim there, Tim. Um, again, yeah, Mick Kent Jr. is not going to put his neck on the line for a mare for no good reason when he's got, you know, dozens of good horses in his stable. Um, she was found to be in season um, after last start as well. So, you know, I'm no equine expert, um, <laughs> but obviously that can probably affect performance um, along the way. So, and he was on um, with the racing show boys on Saturday morning, um, when they asked him, um, asked they said to him, "Hey Mick, can you give us sort of one to look out for in the next couple of weeks?" And he gave him Miss Guggenheim. So <laughs> at thirty-four dollars, I've already had a little play on her um, purely on that on that stable mail, um, thinking she's she's a chance to run a bit of a cheeky race, cheeky race at the each way quote thirty-four dollars and seven dollars fifty. Um, so. Those two definitely be my quaddy, and I cannot argue with um, either of you on Harmony Rose and also Cerulio Miss um, in race eight on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, just just quickly on Star Rail, I'm just looking here through its form. Um, beaten 3.4 lengths in a race in the Queen of the Turf last prep in April. Oh, yeah. Hungry Heart and Toya and Toya Pogadil. And then the Vinery Stud went down to to Harmony Rose and Hungry Heart. So, look, it, it, she's not out of this race either. Um, I must admit, when I was just gave my numbers before, I did forget to mention Harmony Rose. Uh, yeah, you make an absolutely great point there, Rob, about them dropping off on pace last start. Uh, do a question. Maybe she gassed herself a little bit and he's going to maybe can't bounce back because that was just mm. brutal speed. Yeah, I'd rather um, maybe one week off or yeah, next week yeah. off, but, you know. You know, yeah, we'll see what happens. On. But uh, on top for me in that race was, yeah, Cerulea Miss, I think. looks uh, She looks very progressive. Yeah, can't knock you there, Tim. All right, boys, corny numbers. So Cerulea Miss in for all of us. Yep. Yes. Only words? 
Yep. Uh, okay, Tim, I'm with you. Yeah, yes from me. How many rows? Yes. Yes from me, Star L. Yep. Yep. Yes from me, Butter Chicken. I'm uh, sacking her. Nah, she's going more like last week's beef into Lou at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, I have to sack her. Nah, she, I, I didn't think that would stick to the 1,600 metres. I, I like her as a horse, but not here. Uh, Etromenical. Needs further. You're right, needs further. Yeah. Etromenical. Uh, I think she run a cheeky race. I don't know if she can win. Hmm. Um, I think I'm happy to risk, but I also, you know, I, she'll run a good race. So I'll have to think about that one a bit longer. Yeah. I'm happy moment, to, no. to say, I'm happy to say Star Old turns the tables on both Equimenical and Aidensfield. So, you know, you can't have them all. I'll be leaving those two out. Aidensfield yeah. can get in the bin. <laughs> yeah. No, you make a good point there, Allo. Foxy Frieda. Good honest uh, winter grader, but I can't have it here. No, yeah, with agree. you there, Tim. Aidensfield. I think we've already sucked in the bin. Uh, he's, he's terrible. He's terrible. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it's going around for. Uh, uh, gee, last time I declared a horse couldn't win at one, so just beware, punters. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Barbie's Fox. Not a bad race last start. Nice run. Mm. Um, but bit of a, bit of a winter trier as well. Yeah. yeah it, needs, it needs soft track, I think. It can't win if, if it's a good track. Miss Guggenheim. Yeah. I think you got she, it from that she's stable. She's a knockout mark. one. You're cheering yeah. for, you know, you collect in the last leg. So, yeah. You boys have talked me into her. I'll be putting her in as well. Kiss and cry. Not for me. No, no way. Maid of honor, Florence, and laugh along. Uh, uh, laugh no. along. Put me out of the quaddy last start um, when it ran in the midweekers. So, I can't have it. Cranburn there. Uh, it's coming up from what a, a benchmark 64 into this. So I can't have it that. Huge, huge step up in class. All right. Well, there you go. Punters, best of luck on Wednesday. And Tim and Allo, if there's nothing left for you guys to say, we might wrap this up. Oh, what's your best of the day, Rob? Of course. What's my best of the day? Well, I'm, yeah, I, I, I like Minx Moment. I think this is a seriously good horse and uh, we'll get to see it again here on Wednesday. Three-year-old, uh, I'm invincible. I think, yeah, very, very nice horse. Okay, I'm, I'm against you here, Rob. I'm um, my best of the day is profiteer. Mm-hmm. I'm not but sure I want we, to take the six-pack. Shall we, shall we wager a six-pack, Robert? Mm. <laughs> Come on, mate. I'm working my way towards a slug. I need an extra. You've got two dollars eighty versus four dollars eighty. It doesn't matter if that's your better the day. It's your better the day, mate. Yeah, the price. Um, Come on. Well, we've got two slabs on the line when Alligator Blood comes back and wins, well, so why Blood's not? not gonna, you're not going to come back, mate. So, <laughs> so why by the time Alligator Blood wins another race, you'll have, you'll owe me those two slabs and we'll be square anyway. Well, it could be true, but uh, when it does come back and win, that'll be, uh, yeah, at the very least. <laughs> I won't be giving you too many six-packs. So, so Come on, Profiteer. Yep, come on, let's we're go. on. We're on. All right. Virtual handshake. Yep. Uh, yeah, so, hello. Yeah, I'll, a bit of extra bonus here for the uh, listeners. We'll, we'll drag back to race four. Um, you know, it's 2,400 benchmark 84. There's full of bunch of tries in this race. Um, Royal Crown here gets to a truck and trip where he's two from two, um, gets on super, or Damien Thornton's on top and gets on super with this horse, um, draws barrier six, um, had no chance at all last start. 
from uh, Barrier 15 at Sandown Hillside. So $21, punters. Jesus. There you go, punters. Race four, number four, Royal Crown, each way, play of the day. There you go, punters. Some serious value there. All right. Well, best of luck to you on the punt on Wednesday, and we'll be back on Friday morning again with a deep dive into the card at Caulfield on Saturday. Yeah.